difficult, 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 She's my elf on the shelf. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hey, I'm Marie. I'm Katie. And, and this is... Ooh, what? What is it? Who? Oh. I don't know. What time is it? It's Difficult, difficult women, women Time. <laughs> oh, my God. It's always Difficult Women Time, I baby. Always, hey. Uh, we're also in the comedy band Reformed Whores. If you want to check us out on Spotify, if you've ever heard of it. It's very fun. <laughs> it's... What's very fun, Spotify or the band? Both. <laughs> I'm into it. I was actually re-listening to our albums the other day, like from beginning to end, because they're like, you may not know this, you guys, because if you haven't listened to the whole album, but they are concept albums. Yep, two concepts. <laughs> so they, you, there's like story, like a plot and everything. I don't know. I think they're brilliant, but I was like, this is genius. We should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Tomorrow, I, I'm up. so proud. These, those are our, uh, we don't have babies, but I kind of feel like I do because we have two albums. Totally. Yeah, I'm um, not, I yeah. Disagree. The other thing is, uh, I think we should we're due for a new album. But that's we'll right, that. baby. I've already it. been thinking of what the fuck to call it. Oh, good. We have such genius. If you don't know, our first album is called Yeah, it's yeah. called uh, Ladies Don't Spit. Uh huh. Songs that. Leave, leave a, a good, good taste yep. in your mouth. I almost forgot. Yep, nope, that's <laughs> I, right. don't, I forgot my baby's name. Yep. And the other one's called Don't Beat Around the Bush. Songs that hit the spot. I think those are genius. Oh, People it. think they're jokes. They're not even jokes. They're just they're real. True. Yeah, those are the names of our albums. So listen to them, if you will. And the third one's going to be called We Give Up. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Just Whatever. Yeah. Love it. Please Love and life. Nobody buys albums anymore. That's going to be our third <laughs> That's <album>. true. <laughs> oh, my God. I did try to do like spring cleaning in the winter uh, the other day, cleaning out my closet. Found a whole other box of koozies. Oh, good, actually. Big box of koozies, That's folks. Reformed Horse koozies. They're only $5, guys. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email and we will send, send you, you one. Yeah. Um, if you pay. If you pay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't include that. But Venmo yeah. us or whatever. But then also, um, just so many more CDs. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Which one's the... Um, just everything oh, we got okay. we got all so many we have so many cds we gotta and some old shirts some pr- some the oh, screen no. they're all fucked up like the ones oh right so when we first started the band we of course needed merchandise so katie and i the whores that we cheap, are <laughs> cheap, cheap little whores uh we, we went to koreatown here in uh new york bought i was so proud of us for finding these t- t-shirts for two dollars each but the thing was you had to go to the warehouse uh in midtown get them so we would buy hundreds of shirts like in plastic in bags plastic bags try to get then them schlep them back to upstairs my apartment and then i have to bring them downstairs wash them then bring them back and then we silk screen them ourselves yeah, really it was insane bad idea <laughs> but it was anyway cool. so i have like 10 guys if ones? you want one they're all fucked up but they are originals <laughs> They were our They're the ones shirts. that we fucked up on, because yeah, I because we also had to learn how to silk screen, uh, yeah, was, which we did from YouTube. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if that was a good idea, but we did it. Um, we did it. Also, so anyway, if, I found if all nobody this wants stuff. them, we could just donate them, and some poor schmuck can be wearing these <laughs> crappy reformed board shirts. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, you too can be exciting, in a band. Um, yeah. And if anyone knows where we can recycle CDs, just let me know. <laughs> I would love to know how to get rid of those. To make money from. Or just even just get dispose of them, of them in oh. a, like an eco-friendly kind of way. Yeah. Or if you want to buy one, that's even better. But anyway, side <laughs> Um what, Ooh, ooh, what, ooh. What, ooh, what? We ooh. got an email. Oh, yes, we did. Yay. It's so exciting. We email. So you can always email us at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. And that's exactly what Charlotte did the other day. And Charlotte wrote, she wrote, hey, difficult women, love the podcast. And she says, I'm getting in touch to share an experience that happened to me recently and to hear your thoughts. 
I was staying in an unfamiliar state slash city overnight whilst waiting for my flight back the next day after a trip. I went to the supermarket just to pick up a few things. Then when I was leaving and walking back, I had a guy heckle me. He was just asking about where I was going or something, so naturally I ignored him. He then said something like, why didn't you say hi? And I continued to walk and ignore him. The guy got into his car and started driving, but then he passed me slowly and continued to shout out at the of the car. Again, I continued to ignore him. Again, a minute or so later, he shouted out the car at me. At this point, I was getting a bit nervous, so I pretended to be on a phone call. Then about halfway back to my hotel, he passed me again and again shouted something about, why don't you say hi? So rude. Then I got pretty freaked out and scared he was going to follow me. He didn't, but I was looking over my shoulder the whole time and on, I was on my way back and feeling paranoid a while afterwards, too. I then got super mad that he would think it, that it's okay to act in this way and to expect me to respond. Like most other women, I've had guys shout at me before, but not to this extent or ever felt scared to, or this mad from it. So I wanted to know uh, both of your experiences of this. Do you shout back or do you ignore? I wanted to yell at this guy, but being in an unfamiliar area, I was feeling pretty unconfident. It makes me so mad that this kind of behavior is deemed acceptable. Days later, I'm still feeling creeped out by this guy. Would, uh, would be great to hear your thoughts and this topic discussed. Thanks. That breaks Thanks, my heart. Charlotte. Oh, I mean, it's just so the saddening. first thing that comes to mind when I hear this story and I, uh, is that thing that just came out about that young woman. I think she was a college student. She was walking to her car and a guy said something like smile or hey, pretty lady. And then she ignored him. And then he raped and murdered her. And this just this just happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And it brings up the <sighs> point that so this as I'm you know rereading this email, mm-hmm. She didn't know. She's like, should I respond? Do I not respond? She tried to, you know, she ignored him. And then he, in this, in Charlotte's case, he then went way out of his way to go kind of chase her down and scream at her. And she was lucky that it was just that, I suppose. Right. Because in this other young woman's case, he murdered her. So what, are, I mean, you can ask us, sure, what do you do? But the truth is, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, you know, I don't know, um... Sometimes you're safer if you say something. Sometimes you're safer if you don't. But how do you know the difference? Mm-hmm. And what I would I would really like to hear from some men out there to say mm. what what are you, are, are you surprised by these stories? Mm. Because this stuff happens every single day to us. Mm. And and ev- women across the world are, are having to deal with this kind of stuff every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. And you wonder like why women get scared walking home at night. I don't. I mean, it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And that I would love to talk to that guy that Charlotte was dealing with mm-hmm. to be like, what do you think you deserve? Right. Why do you feel ownership over this stranger? Why do you think she right. owes you anything? Mm-hmm. It's it's mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. I would never I would it wouldn't occur to me <laughs> to try <laughs> to, to sh- like say hi to some guy on the subway. And then if he ignored me to, to just follow, start following yeah. him and making him feel threatened and screaming at him. I mean, what who, that, what right. who what? That would be insane. I would be considered insane if mm-hmm. I did that. You'd be a crazy, difficult woman. I'd be a woman. crazy woman. And I, and I would legitimately be crazy. Don't do that. That's crazy. Right, right. But then these guys, they do it and like that seems sort of normal in a weird way that they're like that they should be mad about that. And that guy probably went home and he was mad that she right. didn't say Right. He was probably mad him. the rest of the week. Yeah. But then or, or he forgot about it, doesn't care or whatever. <sighs> but where she now feels like threatened mm-hmm. and that she has to worry the next time uh, any guy talks to her again. Mm-hmm. That's like, is this guy going to follow me home? Mm-hmm. It's really not okay. Right. And that's yep. and that's another reason why people get so bent out of shape about like, oh, you know, if I tell you to smile, what's the big deal? It's like because we do not know right. how far this is going to go right. when it happens. Right. When some stranger says to me, hey, pretty or smile or whatever, my, you, we all tense right. up. You can't, but you can't win. And you cannot also, win. Yeah, cannot win. You know, just for advice, I was like, I I really don't know what to say or how to give advice. I know that personally, a couple years ago, and this is not good either. This is not good advice. But personally, several years ago, I just started during the day, not at night, but during the day, I always wear my earbuds. In New York City, mm. I always wear my earbuds. I I'm, When I'm out on the street, especially when I run in my neighborhood, I listen to music because I have learned that if I don't, 
it's it's just unbearable the stuff that people are saying yeah. to me so at least now i can just drown it out and then if they get angry i have no idea but that's not as that's not a good it's way to do be, it because yeah. that can be that could be uh i could be they could come sneak up behind you or right something, right or, yeah. but i mean and then also sometimes i do turn them off when i feel danger or something and then i leave them in. and leave them yeah. in and and then listen to what's happening yeah here's the god honest truth the the at the end of the day there is not a damn thing a woman can do in those situations mm-hmm. and that and all this effort we put into trying to help each other out and give each other advice it doesn't matter it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because that's not the problem right that's the, not what, the problem charlotte didn't do anything wrong right she didn't do a single thing wrong right and now here we are trying to debate like what should she have done what differently she did, or yeah. what could she do? Right. Nothing. nothing. There's right. nothing. Right. And so the conversation is not about what, what you we can do. And can it's women, about yeah. men changing their behavior. Right. And that and it starts with this catcalling. And that's why catcalling is such a big fucking deal. And it makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know. We don't. Mm-hmm. And, and now everybody's like walking around with guns and shit too. So you just don't right. know. You just don't know. So... You and especially, I mean, the scariest part of that story is that he, she was on foot and he had a car. So, like, he started following her. Was she in, uh, yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't know if she was walking her in a car. Oh, I don't know. I pictured her. Yeah. I pictured her in and, a car, but either way. Oh. <laughs> but if she, yeah. I, did, I mean, if she was walking and he was in a car. Yeah, that's what I envisioned. Oh, my God. I didn't she was walking about that. But, yeah, a car he's really in, yeah, yeah that's I don't know. really scary. Maybe that is how it went yeah, down. I don't know. That's, that's really just so scary. terrifying. This should not. I'm just done. I mean, yeah. just like so tired of this. Right. You know. Anyway, so I'm so sorry that happened to you, Charlotte. That shit has definitely happened yes. to me. I know I've had scary, scary moments where people yeah. are following me. We had that one guy, and we talk about this sometimes, but there was that guy in uh, Mississippi who, like, we were just driving down the street, and he was kind of playing chase with us in the yeah, car, which the was highway. dangerous and scary anyway. And then finally, he kept like pulling in front of us and slowing down. Then we'd pass him because he was going so slow. Mm-hmm. And then he'd speed up and then try to tailgate you. So then you'd slow down so he could get around. And then he'd slow down. He kept playing this game, which was dangerous anyway. And then finally, he like sped up past us, pulled up, stopped in front of the exit. So he was blocking traffic if there had been any. But we're in Mississippi. But he's, and then as we're passing him, he opened his car door and then he wasn't wearing pants. And he just the dick wagger of dick. Mississippi. Oh my god, he had his dick out. And he was like wagging out. it at us, and you knew he. Had, he also took off his uh, license plate, mm-hmm. so no you knew he plate. just did this for fun yeah. or whatever. But like that's you know, that's not even the worst story. I mean, that kind of made us laugh. But although it was scary, I mean, it was awful. Well, yeah, I mean, but it definitely riled me up because driving wise, I oh, was just terrifying. like, what is happening? Who is this person? Yeah. And he was just laughing and laughing and getting such a kick out of it, of bringing us terror. I yeah. mean, that's just... No, that's so fucked up. Yeah. It's like so fucked up. The The fact of that story is, you know I never saw his dick, though. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, I know you did. Oh, I saw it. But I was scared. driving and then I saw that he pulled off and I was like, oh my God, what is he doing? And I looked back to the road and then you're like, oh my God, he's wagging his dick. And when I <laughs> learned to, looked over, we had passed him. So yeah. I missed seeing... I mean, it was thank, not worth seeing. It, it like haunts me in my dreams. It's like that one dick I didn't dick. get to see. Oh, oh. No. It's also it was such a jarring thing to see a man, a grown man. And he had his boots shirt. on. I do remember. Yeah, like, sh- he had like, right? his boots on. He had his shirt on. And then he just had nothing on. Like, <laughs> no like Winnie the Pooh. He's Winnie, Winnie oh, the Poohing it. God, gross. God. Anyway. Women. Um, wow, wow. We really have to go through so much. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's it so sucks. fun. It sucks. You know what's fun? What is fun? The Bible. <laughs> that's my segue. It's a pretty good segue. I'm so good at this. I'm excited to talk about this I today. Do. It's I'm fascinating. Um, Katie came to me last week and said, you know what we've never discussed is women in the Bible. And women por- portrayals yes, of they're women portray- in the Bible. Yes. So the reason why it came up to, in my mind, why it occurred to me uh-huh. as a thing to talk about was I have a friend who's a pastor. I think she's mostly mostly like a youth minister, but she's uh-huh. a pastor. And um, I did uh, summer stock with her years ago. And, <laughs> and now she's a pastor? Friends, now she's a pastor. Was she then? No. She was definitely religious. I mean, oh, okay. she always has been, you know, very religious. Uh, and she, I follow her still on Instagram. And I really love it. I'm not particularly religious mm-hmm. at this point in my life mm-hmm. i did go to church and things growing up but i don't so i don't consider myself christian anymore really mm-hmm. um but she is very much so and i love what she's doing she's quite liberal but she very much is speaks the word of jesus and she really mm-hmm. promotes this original sort of love everybody and that that message and i just love what she's doing but so she had posted this um 
article and I was trying to find it and it was just too far away. I couldn't find it. <laughs> it was gone. But the it was article gone. <laughs> kind of blew my mind because it was talking about how there was some theological studies that had been done. There's constantly people are studying the Bible. It's just like a nonstop right. thing. It's always happening. And this uh, this theologian had found a version of some scripture that was an old or a, a, a really a translation of some scripture that was old, very, very mm-hmm. old, and had realized that the, it had been mistranslated and it was about Mary uh, Magdalene and during the sort of the disciple dinner and all that stuff. And when we were talking about Mary, they were mentioning other women and in this translation and in the ones that we read in church now, it's just talking about the sort boys, of Mary was there or whatever. Right. Oh. But in this case, they were saying, um, no, it was Mary and this woman and this woman and this woman. And it was a multiple women. And so the idea was basically that um, in older translations of the Bible, there are some indications that women were very prevalent in these stories. Mm. And when people are retranslating or putting them through their own sort of filter, they tend to erase these women. Mm. And it matters because if it's just one woman, they can kind of be like, oh, it was Mary Magdalene. And then they have lots of ways and we'll talk more about that. But but if you if you have a whole community of women in this story that actually were there, it just reframes everything about Christianity. Right. In this way and where women play a role in it. So it was just a really big discovery that they had found. Mm-hmm. And it was cool that this pastor had, had posted it. So that was what kind of started huh. my interest in it and why I thought it was mm-hmm. Uh, interesting for us well with christmas coming up yeah you know we all know the grand old story of the virgin mary mm-hmm. and that's why we have christmas you know uh mary is is pregnant with the god's child right that's how the story goes sure. right she was goes immaculate Beth- conception yep right? yep a virgin. that's why Je- that's why jesus was so important yep right? Because all of a sudden, oh my goodness, I never believed her, but <laughs> that's sacrilegious. <laughs> so I grew up very Christian, obviously. Um, I've talked about it a lot. But now, you know, I do kind of struggle with where I stand. I try to be very spiritual. I do believe in God. Um, I personally view the Bible as more of just, you know, a book of morals. And, you know, I get really kind of sad when people really stand by the bible and quote it and say no this is the only way it's like yeah but you can it's up for interpretation that's what i believe but my my parents are very religious and and the church that i grew up going to my parents still go to and has been very very wonderful in their lives and and in mine and i'm still friends with the people that i grew up with but growing up in the church yes all we heard was like the bros club you know, right. and and I remember Jesus Christ Superstar. Like I love, I love that the musical. I mm-hmm. love the the movie. They always showed the movie every year in Sunday school. Oh, interesting. And the way that Mary Magdalene was portrayed is this like dirty whore, right? And that's that's definitely the narrative that right. um, that For she's her. a prostitute. And that she was sort of this like derelict thing that kind of was like, right. like a, kind of a needy right. <laughs> hanger on or right. like, Jesus, please love me. And he's like, I love everybody. Right. But but um, we have her. So it's sure. like that. We we know these famous Marys. Right. We have her and then we have the Virgin the Mary. The Virgin Mary. We and also have, I mean, other women Rebecca in the Rebecca yeah. Sarah. And sure. And also Eve. That's Eve, another one that's yes. a big one. Let's get into Eve. Um, oh, my God. Sure. I mean, there, there's a <laughs> lot. Of, so there's a very specific narrative mm-hmm. that... I think certain people in the church have wanted to push in terms of what women are about, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they, and, and it's, it's, um, and they use these stories to kind of indicate certain things about how women are. Mm-hmm. It happens in the old Testament. Mm-hmm. It happens in the new Testament. The old Testament has a lot of crazy shit too, where, um, <laughs> Like the rape of the concubine. I was rereading that story where there's some town. What you know? All these towns out there. St. <laughs> Louis. Let's yeah. just call it St. Louis. And no. the whole premise of the. Uh, I was even reading this this conservative uh, woman who was making an uh, argument that the the Old Testament is actually very feminist, and I was like, mm, I don't know about that. But she was sort of saying that the story basically is that this in this town. Uh, there was I can't remember the whole story but the point is this guy pushed his concubine out of the door and then she got raped she got raped by all these people and then like that was sort of the end of the story and you're like why is this in the bible like what does this mean and she was making the argument that um it just shows that this was an uh, a town that was going by their own morals and not by gods and as a result this Mm. is the shit that goes down Mm. so there's a lot Mm. of those kinds of stories in the old testament Eve is a story that's from the Old Testament, um, mm-hmm. and we know how that went, right? Well, she so. was put on on 
on earth to serve uh, Adam. Well, to be and, like Adam's helper. <laughs> and aside from that, she she in the Bible they say that she came from his rib. Right. So she's created from yeah. Right. They also she's the reason why sin exists, according mm-hmm. to the Bible. Thank because, you, Satan. Great. Yeah, she was the one that ratted Listen out to, yeah. with, the, with the apple and all that stuff, remember? Um I remember also just right now, I went I I went to a very feminist college, Barnard. Um, and I remember doing analysis. And this is part of the thing about the interpretation of it, you know. So mm. th- the story that they've been telling us is that she was the the reason why the right. downfall. What we man. have right. She comes from his rib, so she is um lesser than him. These are the narratives, right? I, I remember one taking this class and they were trying to make the argument that there's different ways to interpret these things. And I remember one in particular was when they say that she comes from the rib of Adam. What in in some interpretations, what that means is that she doesn't come from the head of Adam. She doesn't come from the foot of Adam. She comes from the center of Adam, which means that they're equal. Interesting. That if you don't want to put it that way, you know, and then there are people that make the argument that we're just not allowing that interpretation to come through. Right. So there's a lot of like those things and a lot of stuff in the Old Testament that says like women are you know your property right your property they can that you have yeah your husband can rape you anytime yeah but also the fact that in the bible i was reading that you know for as many men as there are like you know 1200 men are spoken of in the bible or something only like a hundred women are yeah, ever mentioned few. like five yeah. percent of women are mentioned in the bible very few which is just i mean um, men wrote the bible in a patriarchy type system. Well, and that was the thing too, because I was like just sort of curious about what was going on during this time. And like, yes, indeed, it's true. At the time of these, at the time, yeah, at the time of that they're speaking of in the Bible, mm-hmm. there was the, a notion that women were lesser, but also slaves. Like they were, they right. were property a man, yeah, of a man, man owned. So that was sort of the mentality that all of this is coming from, anyway. So they wrote from what they were experiencing in their lives. And so totally. that is what is in the Bible. Right. That makes Here's sense. Here's what's crazy to me, though. Mm-hmm. So, right. It's what's in their lives. So that's what's in the Bible. Totally. That's logical. Whatever. Even though it's shitty. Um, what's really interesting to me, especially being a Christian or coming from Christianity. You were Presbyterian, is, I was right? Presbyterian. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. Um, Is... All of the New Testament and and in the New Testament is about mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's like what mostly that New Testament is about from what I remember and understand. And all the interpretations of these stories with the women in these stories, like Mary, all mm-hmm. the Marys, <laughs> all the Marys, <laughs> all the Marys um, and how these stories have been manipulated and that there's proof now that they're they have been manipulated in certain ways mm. to make women look continue to look Less than. Less than. Mm-hmm. And so we want to talk about some of those examples, one of which you just brought up, which is the Christmas story. Right. Nativity, right? Uh-huh. So there are different ways. To, so she's called the Virgin Mary, right? And mm-hmm. so we've like, we've like based so much of what we live in our religion of Christianity around this idea that she was a virgin. Right. Right. And of course. Immaculate conception. That- which Which already is interesting because it's like. Is that the ideal that a woman just like right, never right. has sex? She's never a mother should never be sexualized. A mother can ah, never right like this any pristine, of that stuff. wonderful, beautiful woman, right? Virgin Mary. I mean, that is what everyone is. That's up how against. we think about her, right? And um, and then of course that also makes Jesus feel more special. Then he's not just like a right. man; he is like the son, the of son God. of God. It's, it's like some come sort of through proof. this woman's right. womb. So here's the thing. It turns out that the the translation of that word virgin and whatever language it was in uh, also means young woman. And guess who has babies, you guys? Young women. Young women. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I mean, that kind of is, if you haven't thought about it or if you didn't know, like that changes everything. No, that definitely changes everything. I feel like I was duped. Like growing and you up, were. I mean, I think to some degree, but all, but because uh, also the Virgin Mary story, I mean, you really have to hold on to your your purity. That's like totally. the purpose. And they of, use that. Oh my god, and they, they use totally that so use much. That you. Yeah, to save it for marriage. And too. think about like that idea that like how impo- what an impossible standard that you're supposed to be a mother. Every all the young women are supposed to grow up and be mothers, but they're not supposed to have sex. I mean, think <laughs> yeah, about what that wild. message is, right? That's insane. Right. 
That's insane. But also growing up, I was like, that guy, Joseph, what a great guy. Yeah, he stuck I, by, I, his, he stuck woman. by his woman who, who I, I was <laughs> like, I, she God. definitely <laughs> had sex with somebody else. That's what I'm thinking. Or, you know, yeah. but it's, it. I don't know. This whole story is such a fucking scam, <laughs> I think. No offense. No, it's totally, no, no offense I mean, to I think the, it is a scam. And I think that like, and even for the sense of, of, making jesus more than just a person that had some compassion right because right. i right. think i do kind of again i'm not i'm not really i don't consider myself christian anymore but i do i can definitely get behind the notion that there was a guy named jesus out there who was, was spreading incredible. a message of yes. love yes and equality yes. and i think that that's really great and i think that is something we're celebrating and studying and like yes. meeting up together and talking about and like mm-hmm. you know trying to emulate that like, i think that makes mm-hmm. sense to me but to then say that he's more than just a baby that was born. Right. You know what I mean? Like that also is like implanting these like kind of almost, I think unnecessary. But what better way to listen to this story than to fool everybody? I just don't, (laughs) I don't don't know why, you know, I mean, well, it's men, it's men writing the story to, to, for people to hear them, their clear message of that. And they've also found that in some translations too, that uh, the the traditional translation of certain Bible passages, and this is mostly in the New Testament, Testament, Mm -hmm. but um, that a lot of phrases that have been translated as like men Mm. and he and all that in truth are more gender neutral. Like the original word, it can be translated to more mean people people. and them and Mm -hmm. not, just he so that makes a really big difference too and as a person that's as a woman who's religious and is studying the bible if you're reading it every day and it's saying he him him man 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 then you don't feel included in those stories you don't feel included in jesus's message you don't feel like you're allowed to be a part of that when in truth like when it was written it's not it didn't necessarily say that this is making me think of the constitution of the united states of america right now well, how we're not included in how the constitution. we're not included yeah, women yeah. Are included. I mean, it's that it's it, it, translations matter, right? That's the that is the bottom line here. That these semantics do matter for these things, and and it matters so much in the church because the church has ruled people for so long, and they've kind of used the Bible as ex- reasons why women should be inferior to men, why right. women should be, you know, let you know, given to their man yeah. and be you know, do what your man says. You have to be um, mm. subordinate. Uh, and there's not necessarily the proof that they want to mm. push on us that that that's even what it said. Mm. If you want to go to that point, you know. Well, it's interesting to me that the Catholic Church still 2019 will not allow women to be priests, you know. Right. And I was I actually didn't didn't know why that was. Mm-hmm. And it was because it's because Jesus chose his male disciples. Right. So the male disciples, that's why we have male priests and right. not females right but in recent studies it's actually saying that there were female disciples mary right. magdalene being the number one right and even that uh, something about her name magdalene she was possibly from magdala which is um jesus i guess gave nicknames to a lot of his disciples peter <laughs> the rock <laughs> i was like that's amazing jimmy the coot yeah <laughs> but if uh, I was reading something that um, Mary Magdalene, Mary Mac from Magdala, uh, Magdala, uh, the city is like, um, I guess there's a tower or something. So actually it could be translated that it was Magda- uh, Mary Magdala, like the tower, like, and, and she had such a high ranking with amongst her disciples that even in, in some uh, places that I guess it, they theorize that Mary was actually Jesus's wife. And that he held her up to the most esteem. Yeah. Compared so to the other disciples. That was another thing that I found really interesting. Because they were saying that there definitely is some theories. And the, the Da Vinci Code, I don't know if you've read that book. Oh, yeah, girl. Like, but they t- he talks a lot about that. And that, that actually Mary was his wife. And that and they, they had, had children. children. Right. So there is that philosophy that they were it was his wife. And that's why she was important. But I think that there's a more interesting story here. Which is that what if she wasn't his wife? Mm-hmm. But just a, but just a disciple, just a disciple, yeah, just another human being that and wanted the fact to, that they to, had to, they have to write. either make. And so here's the other thing I want to make sure this is clear to everybody, which I did not realize. I did not know this until mm-hmm. like was looking this and looking into this. Mary Magdalene is commonly known as a prostitute. Everybody knows her as a prostitute. Mm-hmm. 
nowhere in the Bible, not one place in the Bible does it describe Mary as a prostitute. What? She's not a prostitute. It is That's not what I was taught. I know it's not what you are taught. That's crazy. But if you look at the actual Bible, there's no text anywhere saying that she was a prostitute. It says that she he absolved her of some sins, but they don't they don't say specifically what it was. It could have been stealing or something or whatever, or like, you know, it could have been lots of things. But they it is there's so much proof that she was an important figure and she's so prevalent in his story in Jesus's story that there's a lot of proof that she was a really important figure for him and so people either have to make her a prostitute to make her less than to try to like diminish her like well she wasn't that important even though she was clearly very important in the bible or they have to make her a wife because they can't right. handle the idea right. of her just being, being an a, equal. A strong, independent woman. Yeah. And also, the thing about the Magdala thing is like, if she came from another town, Magdala, and fo- she's, yeah. that's she's not a normal. disciple. Women right. didn't just right. like leave right. their homes and go follow um, a religious leader. Right. That was not something women did. She had to be a very independent woman to leave her family and leave her home and go find Jesus and be like, I want to be a part of this. Right. What you're doing is revolutionary and I'm into it and I want to like learn from you. And and here's the thing that's so cool about Jesus <laughs> is that he really was. Oh, my God. My really mom is going to love this episode. Yeah. I mean, okay. some people are going to hate it because we're de- debunking de- the Bible. Some things for sure. But like yeah. one thing that was that people really want to are making a big argument for. And it's there's a lot of proof in the Bible for it, depending on how you translate things. He was a feminist. Mm-hmm. He kind of came mm-hmm. in and he had these radical ideas of his sort of way of living life. And a lot of them revolved around equality. Mm-hmm. So it was about, um, you know, we talk about how you should treat your treat poor people well and things like that. People loved that part of the story. But what people don't like to talk about is he also believed that women were equal to men. And that was such a controversial stance at the mm. time and still to this day is like still controversial. So what they were saying was a lot of t- people believe that after he died and then people were continuing to proselytize his message, mm-hmm. a lot of these new Christians were very uncomfortable with the idea of a woman being equal. They were like, nah, I don't like that part of the So what they Jesus rewrote. Said. So they just kind of reinterpreted stuff and they rewrote it and they tried to kind of slowly erase these stories. So back to that story about there being multiple women that were disciples or hanging around Jesus, mm-hmm. they don't. They wanted to minimize that as much as possible. So they took a lot of these women's stories and put them into one woman, which was Mary, as opposed uh, to saying like he had a lot of. He could have very possibly had a lot, a lot of disciples female disciples uh-huh. that were women, um, but that also doesn't serve the church very well if they want to say, oh, only men can be priests. Mm. You know, because mm-hmm. then because if they're saying that the only reason mm. why men can be priests is because the only disciples that Jesus chose were men. I mean, that's just one more way. And and also think about back in the day, the church was very powerful and there was a lot of money in the church. So you were really trying to control who could have that control. Mm. And so if you said, well, women are, sorry, got women, oh, Jesus said you can't do right. it. So, well, sorry, oops. You know, but that's not what he said. Right. There's not really proof that that is what he said. And if anything, there's a lot of proof that he was very open to women being participating Mm. well do you know back to the catholic church do you know that they're actually having an uh increase no a decrease of numbers of men wanting to join the church as priests so they're trying to change i guess they they have changed the law because of the decreased numbers of men trying to men joining the church as priests they're changing it that actually can be married men now I have heard about that. Right. I think also part of that, though, I think is because of all the um, pedophilia. Yes, yes because that it's too. like clearly there's been a problem. But they're them. rewriting the law for married men, but they still will not let women. Right, right, right. And so there's actually these like suffragettes, like modern day suffragettes that are protesting outside of the Vatican and stuff because they want to be priests. Yeah, you're rewriting the the it's the, so- the Christian law or whatever. So why not? <laughs> So, um, yeah, because I think you that's a good point because there's two ways of looking at that. One is that like if you're going to just change it anyway. Right. Then why can't you change it all the way? Right. But then the other con- the way yeah. of looking at it is that that wasn't even the the lot of that wasn't even that, how it right. actually was. Right. It wasn't. It's not. We don't even know for sure that they really were only like male disciples. And that's the other thing that's frustrating. There was this really interesting. There's this like documentary. I think you maybe watched part of it. Mm-hmm. Watch the whole thing. But it's called Jesus's Female Disciples, The New Evidence. It's a documentary. I don't know. I didn't get through the whole thing. There might be some sort of I think there's a little bit of 
conspiracy theoriness in there. Maybe they kind of pushed it a little. I don't really know. I didn't watch all of it. But there was this interesting thing that they did find that I thought was cool. Uh, they found on their, the, these two women make this documentary and they found on their travels about trying to see women a bigger part of the Bible than it had, we've been led it's to believe. It's kind of like an old like investigative type. <laughs> it's yeah, really fun. They're like, and now we're going to Israel. Yeah, and they're like British women find. and they're like <laughs> in their it's car. Driving. It's, it's kind of like a it's, fun thing. And I, I think that they do hit on some important things. Right. And one of the things that they hit on that I thought was interesting is that they go to Naples and they find these series of wall paintings that they were uncovered in 2009, but they're like very old ancient <laughs> wall paintings mm -hmm. and there's a woman that's depicted in these wall paintings and she's holding the gospels that are on fire they're like on as she's standing there and apparently that um that imagery mm. was used to indicate that that person was a bishop oh so really? there's a lot there is more evidence than we realize that says like no women were participating in religion and participating in the bible and participating in christianity in more ways than we've been letting people believe mm. so that i think things like that are really interesting to me mm -hmm. well also there was recent findings of a, a papyrus pa papyrus 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 ah, yes. <laughs> that um could be translated that saying that some of the women disciples that were followers of Jesus were actually fronting the cause, paying for sure. the yeah. cause. They said resources. Yeah. So what if all? What if the women were actually paying for Jesus's? I mean, it's not campaign. <laughs> and if not, like even because I saw that too, and they were like jumping. That's where I was like, are they jumping to the conclusion that resources means money? Because right. that's like that, yeah. you could it could be for sure, but right. it also might be something else. But Either way, that they're participating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No right. matter what it is that they're donating in their resources, right. like that they're participating in this, uh, this you know, this crazy new religion that mm -hmm. was happening. And well, the fact that the Last Supper, you know, is a beautiful, you know, you, you picture it in your mind right now. The 12 disciples with Jesus. There's no women there. No. Also, the painting wasn't made but no. during when Jesus was alive. No. I think people look at that and they think like that was, that was when right. someone was sitting and watching it and they painted it right. during Jesus' time. That was like Da Vinci or who was right. it? Right, Da Vinci, like yeah. much later. Right. So of course it's like. But you know, no women. Of but, course not. Right. Because that they, by that time, for sure, the male the was, story is already like the narrative is already right. in place. Right. So but it's mean, all created just to put women at a le lesser value. Yeah. And it's funny because I also I've always been this person that's I tend to be skeptical about these things. And I've always been a believer that, you know, you kind of said this, the, the Bible can be useful in terms of having morals and having thoughts about this. And that. Yeah. But the thing is, I've always felt like, well, wait a minute, it's been passed through so many hands how do we know what's true and what's not and what was written and what wasn't and what was originally there and what wasn't? So I kind of was looking into to this question of how old is the original mm, Bible? scripture? Yeah, mm -hmm. like how and they were I found about like the Dead Sea Scrolls, which a lot of you probably have heard of, but they these were written like hundreds of years before Christ was born. Mm. So that's what a lot of like mm. the Old Testament is based on. So there is actually writings that talk about these things from a very, very long time ago. So there, there is something that we can draw from and interpret from. And that's why these, um, the interpretations are so important. Mm -hmm. Why the words do matter. Mm -hmm. Because um, there, there is actually some, something that people are going off right. of, you know. Mm -hmm. But then that being said, your translation that you have, if you have a Bible that's been translated and translated and translated, there's a lot that gets manipulated in that. And unless you're going to go back to the Dead Sea Scroll yourself and <laughs> that's like, what learn, everybody should be yeah, reading. Yeah, yeah learn how whatever, to. Yeah. Like then you then then you are at the mercy of you are at the mercy of your pastor and of your of your of the pope and of mm. whoever it is mm. that you follow mm. and, and and that's true for judaism too for you know mm -hmm. depending on what mm -hmm. whatever it is whatever part of the bible you are focused on so i just think that it's worth investigation <laughs> <laughs> let's and get you know, these women from that documentary <laughs> let's yeah, invest here, more whatever, in them because yeah, sure. they're, they're or just on you know or just take it maybe more with a grain of salt i think that that's what's yes, troubling I, to I me agree. too when people you know like the mike pence's of the world that say well the bible says that you know mother you need to i can't have dinner with a woman because right. alone because right. you know the bible says i don't know what he's thinking right but he's using that he's using religion to the, sort of like put women you know down down right and i think that that's i think that my biggest takeaway is that if you're a christian that's not what jesus said mm -hmm. it's just not mm -hmm. sorry 
That might be what your minister is telling you, but that's not what is actually in the Bible. Mm. My number one takeaway is if somebody can walk away from this podcast today and go like, oh shit, I thought Mary was a prostitute. Right. She's not. No. No. Just an independent woman. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. And people don't like that. She's a difficult woman. Right. Wow. People don't like that. Hmm. I have a question. Yes. Um, If you have children, will you... Make them go to church? Uh, no, one hundred percent not. Mm-hmm. I no. My parents like sent me to church for a while, and then my mom started. They would coming. just drop. Oh, yeah, really? they would like legit like drop me off at church when I was really little, and, and not go themselves. Nope. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> and I'm I would like call be, your mother. Yeah. No, I mean, and I think in some ways it was just like free babysitting. Right. For That's them. good point. But I think honestly, what my I think that they were kind of going through an uncertainty in their own religious beliefs mm-hmm. but they i think that at that time especially they respected I think, what well they I think they were really really worried about not giving me an opportunity to decide to i mean in their yeah. in their mind if i went to church then i could decide later if i believed mm-hmm. but i think that they thought they were taking something away from me if they didn't send me to church mm-hmm. and then later as i got older my mom started going every sunday and we all we went every, and i got confirmed and everything um and so i get it i mean i get it i, I think that my approach would be a similar mentality but sort of the opposite which would be to look I'm not I'm not gonna I don't go to church anymore mm-hmm. I'm not not that I don't ever attend but I don't go to church right. I don't again I don't consider myself a Christian really anymore um so I don't I think I'd be more interested in like having my kids if they wanted to learn about different religions and then decide what was interesting to them yes you know and, mm-hmm. and I definitely am spiritual mm-hmm. very spiritual but I don't believe in a God like a guy in the sky. I believe like in the, the energy and the yeah. power of the universe and He-Man. <laughs> He-Man. Master of the universe. Um, so <laughs> that's what I believe in. It's He-Man. Uh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But no, but that's I do. So I, I think that. Oh, do you, I mean, are you going to go to have when you have kids or if you have kids, are well, you wanting to start going to church again? Like in a consistent basis? No, yeah. I don't think so either. I mean, it was such a huge part of my life growing up. Um, and w- yeah, we were forced to go. It wasn't like we had a decision. It was, we, you had to go. Um, I think the thing that I would like to give my children is that sense of community and then yes, learning, I think that's really cool learning religions around churches. the world and then being able to make a decision for themselves. And I do th- know that there are churches out there that are more Unitarian or, you know, but just really provide that sense of community. Yeah. And then, and you know, learning these lessons, these ve- very valuable lessons that the Bible does teach um, to your children. I personally, I think that that could be something I might be interested in, but I, I mean, I'd I rather go for a hike on a Sunday with my family or, sure. you I mean, know, that, and, and that can be a spiritual talk. experience yeah. to like be in touch with nature and things yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> and in some ways, I could argue that it's more spiritual than right. being locked yeah. in a room or whatever when you're sleeping in a pew. Exactly. That's what, yeah. I mean, that's how <laughs> I remember church. church as yeah. a, but I mean, I was also in choir and that's how I learned how to sing and read music. And so I'm very grateful for my experience in the church. But sure. honestly, learning about this right now about the, about young Mary, not Virgin Mary or Mary Magdalene it's like we I that's is what I was taught and you believe and you you think you know your place and as a woman and right now we're learning as you get older wait a minute yeah well and one thing I'm very pro is Jesus I mean honestly not Jesus the um son of God but Jesus like the guy right the human right. being that right. like spread this message of love and if you look at the all of the um you know the books of the gospels of paul and all of them they basically all say the same thing it was like he was just like a really loving guy that right. just sort of thought hey we should like take care of each other right that's kind of the whole thing and also i really believe he was right. an incredible speaker oh, kind sure. of like martin luther king he was sure. just like you know everyone was enamored with him and and that he was really good at gathering a crowd and really being able to teach these lessons and i think of him almost the way you think about buddha and mm-hmm. i and i would i i would be wanting to teach my kids about the real Jesus this like real loving Jesus mm-hmm. in the same way. I also want them to know about like Buddha and these notions of being present and like Zen sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and these things of where it's all about um, just being chill. <laughs> right. I mean, and taking care of being nice to each other and not, it's not about greed. It's not about, there's so much overlap. That's a whole other thing, but there's so much overlap with the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of Buddha. Mm. There's mm-hmm. so yeah. much, so much. And people don't, we don't like to hear that. They don't believe in it. They don't know what I'm talking about. But so much of it has to do with um, 
that and when he says like i'm the son of god there's an argument that people are saying that, that what he really means is that we are all the son of God. We are all, right. we're all God, God's children, but we're equally so. It's not Jesus wasn't above us. He was just saying like, we are, we are God. There is no man in the sky. There is um, us. We, this is, you know, mm-hmm. this is it. Mm-hmm. This is our life. We mm-hmm. are, we are, if you're present and you're, you know, you don't have to suffer. There's all these like, things about suffering within Jesus's teachings too that are very much in line with them. Um, Buddhist teachings about suffering mm-hmm. and how suffering kind of comes from within and not um, from external factors, all that stuff. But so I'm very huh. like into that stuff. And right. I would definitely be interested in, you know, talking to my kids about that. Mm-hmm. But then I wouldn't be encouraging them necessarily to become yeah. a certain denomination. Yeah. Yeah. I would just want to teach them to make their own. And then when, yeah, it, yeah and if there was something that moved them and they wanted to do that, then that's fine. Yeah. Well, there's one thing I want to leave you all with. I find this very funny. Um, so I guess there are some ways you can translate in the Bible that um, Jesus would kiss Mary Magdalene. Oh, I saw something about that. And then yeah. I guess recently they found more papyrus. Pap- I can't say this name. Papyrus? Papyrus. Yeah. The p- old paper. Yeah. <laughs> old, some old paper. Old paper. If some old, they did. They found more scripture or whatever. But it said Jesus would off. They translated it. Jesus would often kiss Mary on the, and then it was ripped. And they couldn't. Read and they it couldn't read it. And I was like, on the butt, on the booty, oh, yeah. Oh, on, yeah. The butt hole, on the on the puss puss on the, on the. But no mouth probably. But it could have been feet though. Feet. Think of like how much that. Changes oh my god! Everything. I love a man's mouth on my feet. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yum yum. Anyway, I just think that's funny. So it's up to interpretation, you guys. Jesus would kiss Mary on often on the blank. You you decide. It's so like a Mad Libs. It's just like <laughs> Bible Mad Libs. But I but I mean, th- we didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't. Know I that. do think that some of this stuff though is gonna um, come to light more and more, and, and I think it's really exciting. And th- if you're a theologian and you're into theology, uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening because now there's all these like X-ray sort of 3D image things where we can look into some of these older pieces of papyrus old paper <laughs> old paper that you couldn't they were so gentle you couldn't open them without destroying them oh so but now, now they you can, can do this imaging thing where you can look kind of through it <laughs> and they're actually able to read all these things that they were not able to read forever like forever so that's really cool because there might be stuff that comes out where we're but that's the crazy thing when you think about it these notions about if everything women. can be debunked you know and but then where would millions of Christians go? What? I mean, that's what I think that faith, that's a really, they really, might have even figured it out now, but they're afraid to actually oh, say. I think that's know? very possible. Yeah. And I think and, you know, certainly back way back in the day, there were people that knew what they were doing when they were changing, when they started calling Mary a prostitute. Mm-hmm. They knew that there was no proof of that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Somebody started that rumor, mm-hmm. but it's there's no proof of it. And uh, so many people that are religious never read the Bible. Mm. Right. They consider themselves Christian. They don't even bother to read it themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I don't know, that that um, conservative woman that was sort of trying to make the argument that the Bible's a feminist <laughs> work of writing, um, she did say something about how in the Bible it says a woman should be subordinate to her husband. And she sort of, she was saying, oh, I, all, and I believe that because the Bible says it. But then also she makes a point, and I think that this is a good point. She's like, but the Bible also says that man should be subordinate to God. And she's like, and I think we have a really big problem when you have um, religious leaders that are telling you, you need to be subordinate to me, but then aren't being subordinate to God. Mm. And that is a very common thing in some of these uh, quote unquote religion. I don't even consider them Christians, to be honest with you, people that don't. Um, actually that are just manipulating people there's yeah. and that's mostly what christianity is in my opinion i know unfortunately a lot of and i and i had some i've been to some wonderful churches that are wonderful and i and they do not spread that message that are spreading a real message of love and i think that that's lovely mm-hmm. and that's really wonderful and i know that there's a lot of good churches like that but there's a lot that aren't. there are yeah 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 Woo, send us emails. I know people here. might get wow, mad. Guys. Send us an email at difficult no, I mean, women at podcast. No, what is it? <laughs> difficult women podcast. Difficult women podcast. Oh, speaking of the Bible, uh, we we forgot to mention something. Oh my that's god, really the important. most important people in our lives right now. Yes, um, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. That's Absolutely. right. Uh, Adam and Eve. And it just happens to be a website. Uh, take a look or listen. I guess I'll listen. <laughs> Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. 
Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. Take a look. I don't know. It's a podcast. <laughs> with, your inner, with your inner eye. It's being back to like, uh, you know, other religions. Uh, oh, I do have to say, I put lube in the satisfier. Oh, yeah. Um, then it made a whole other weird sound. Like I don't know. Sound. It was like. But did it feel better? Yeah. I tried it with some yeah. lube and it was it was better. I think that I got to work on it. Yeah, I, I work know. work on my technique. <laughs> it's just so loud. I don't know why my it's so loud. Well, maybe. I was trying to use it with my man the other day, and it's just so. It's, he was like, "Is that around. normal?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but it's scaring me because it's right by my." Hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, praise God! Praise I said Jesus. it a couple of times that night. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Virgin Marie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope this is interesting. We may have ruffled some feathers. I'd be so interested to know what you think, or if this is. If this is all stuff you already knew or if there was anything you learned today. I know we learned a couple of things. Yep, I did. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We'll tell you a tale of holiday woe. It happened to Jen Smith just one year ago. December 25th with her parents she'd spend. But the night before Christmas she went out with friends. Bum, bum, bum. They went to a bar and got totally sloshed But who did she see but her ex-boyfriend Josh In high school he looked just like Ryan Gosling But now he was fugly and balding She worried if they hooked up it'd be so corny But that night Jen Smith was real ho Oh, oh, horny. He took her back to his bachelor pad, which was the basement of his mom and dad. Dum, 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 dum. When he was a young man, he came hard and quick. That night, not so much, cause he had not so much, cause they passed out at four, cause Josh passed out at four, cause the next morning, Jen had seven missed calls from her father. Dumb, 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 dumb. Quick like St. Nick, she arose with the clutter And just when you thought that things couldn't get sadder Jen made it home but ruined Christmas Day She let down her family and puked in the foyer Take heed, don't make all the mistakes that Jen made Drink in moderation and try to behave When visiting home with your folks is Noel Unless you're sure you'll get laid, then go party like